Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And just like, what a great contrasting end shot, like a nice bookend. Well, we started off on that slow shot coming up with the horse and then. Yeah, exactly. To this. Waiting for something to pop out the tank. Now we're just staring down at it all. Ascending to the heavens, essentially. As the whole thing's buttoned up. Release the air cut. (laughs) Wow, man. By the way, if you guys are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, if you would not mind rating us, we really would appreciate it. I know John and myself would. Yes. Please, so much. Thank you so much. Uh, now, really, oh, Brad Pitt produced it. Cool. Oh, that makes course. sense. Yeah, sure. um, now, really, really heartfelt film. I appreciated David uh, Ayer's gritty style of directing and writing, too. I mean, look, the action sequences and the cinematography, I mean, I, I can't. Is this real footage? I would assume this looks so. like authentic footage. Yeah, Not I would to assume. Continue, but but yeah, no, I, I was just saying like I appreciated David Ayer's uh, gritty style of filmmaking from the action sequences and uh, the cinematography, like, and also too, I I truly appreciated just you know I always talk about this when we're in uh, period pieces, like really getting the feel of uh, that we're in that time and feeling like we're there. Uh, but I think the thing uh, that I appreciated the most in this was the camaraderie between the team, the dialogue, the interactions. It was so good. And I like that things were not always so black and white. And what I mean by that is, yeah, they were, for the most part, they were good guys. But there were also times where they were. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, but also, too, there were times where they were they could be pieces of shits, too. That's uh, what I'm like, saying. Like, yeah, yeah think, like when we got I to think you, good guy is yeah. a very dubious well, I'm term. I'm saying things were not it. always black and white. Like I'm saying, when we got to the scene after Logan Lerman had had you know, become a man, if you will. And then we get to see John Bernthal when he, in a drunk state of mind, was not a very good human being there in any way, shape, or form, even though we were on... I mean, even when he wasn't drunk most of the time. Yeah, like. no, 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 of course. But I did, but there was that scene that really humanized him when they were in the hospital wing and him sure. and, and Logan Lerman talked. I was like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I appreciate John Bernthal's performance. I haven't been on this character's side the whole time at all, really. Um, but I do appreciate this interaction we're getting. It's kind of humanizing the character just a little bit, even though I know he's been through hell and back and I can only imagine psychologically what that does to someone. Well, yeah, it's that it's that ray of humanity that for a character like that, especially, I mean, you have to wonder like, okay, this guy's seen the horrors of war, obviously, but like, what else was this dude's life like that, you know, it's like, what are all the layers of who this guy is? And I have to believe that, you know, 
it's that nuance of like there's humanity in this person mm-hmm. and here's a glimpse of it uh but you know it's it's yeah it's part of this gray portrait of who he is and by extension who all these people are and uh and yeah like i thought that yeah this this whole movie kind of uh dealt in the gray or just the mud of of <laughs> everything because yeah i mean you know you're with uh american soldiers we are americans watching this so like there's a certain subconscious just like oh yeah you know like the these are the good guys and the germans are the bad guys and like certainly you know there's nothing uh uh um what's the opposite of reprehensible you know like the nazi ideology is completely reprehensible um but you know it does speak to the fact that there are all these, you know, ideologies and strategies and all this stuff kind of hovering in a cloud above you. But when you're there on the ground, you know, and you're limited to just, you know, the people next to you and the gun in your hands. Yeah, it's like you can proselytize about, you know, morality and what war is. But I think at a certain point, I think what this movie seeks to kind of give to you is that experience that like, I don't know, goodness and badness and all sorts of things are kind of stories you tell yourself to get through the the trauma of it all. Because, like, watching this, you know, it's like you've got this character uh, in Bible, you know, who is, you know, obviously the most religious character, but, but, but by proxy is keeping them all, you know, uh, he's bringing at least that element to the whole team. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense that, like, Aside from him, I don't really think these guys are religious or care about the concept of God even, Mm -hmm. but it's not even about that at a certain point. It's like, or when they're saying like best job in the world, you know, or or whatever that, that thing they kept repeating was morale. It is about morale. And it's like, all we can do is just convince ourselves. Like there was so much great acting because what I loved was, was so many moments were filled with these, you know, the, these words, these, these, you know, sentiments and things that appear one way on face value. But when you look at the faces and you look at the body language, you yes. can feel what they're really saying mm-hmm. that they can't say, because to say it in plain terms would probably be too much and probably break down that emotional wall. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like. I, I, I thought this was really fascinating because obviously David Ayer, you know, from his most. Uh, respected work is clearly, you know, uh, skilled at bringing empathy to people in the harsher positions in life. I mean, we've seen him do a lot of gangster and cop related stuff. So that's obviously flirting on the line. And this is sort of like a global geopolitical version of that. Essentially, you just have warring clans, essentially. And so this is actually kind of a great, I think, kind of peace for him because it really speaks to the empathy that I think, you know, whenever I hear David Ayer, you know, speak or shoot a sentiment out there, like I get the sense that he is a thoughtful and a compassionate, empathetic guy who also is very aware of the harshness that exists in the world and the places in which there is no easy answer to right and wrong and the ways in which, you know, you might have to in some way collaborate with a person who otherwise is sort of reprehensible and you would never want to know otherwise. And so this, I thought, really skillfully, you know, depicted in what feels like very real time and what feels kind of it, it, it had the right scope because you you meet, you know, Brad Pitt and then you meet the team mm-hmm. and then you meet uh, uh, Logan Logan, Logan you meet Norman. 
and machine. Yeah, it's like you meet dad, you meet the family, and then you meet us essentially, or or the eye line, you know, for us, you know, to sympathize the most with and to kind of go through this rite of passage alongside no. this horrific, but at the time especially, you know, pretty common rite of passage. And yeah, like the way in which you're at first sort of, uh, you know, put at odds with Brad Pitt and you're like, come on, man, like, geez, like, take it easy. You, but very quickly you see, like, I get what he's doing, though. Of course. And I get that it's not only about him and Norman. It's about the team. I'm helping you not only survive this situation of war, but also the situation of the people around us that we have to be, uh, you know, bonded to in order to get through yeah. this and to complete our mission. And yeah. there were so many times, uh, like Brad Pitt's performance, like there's so much in what he's doing that feels clear, even though it is unsaid, where I, I just constantly got the sense of like, I see myself in this kid. I know exactly what he's going through. I cannot afford to engage with him and probably don't yeah. even have the the means in this position to yeah. engage with him in a truly compassionate way. But what I can do is really protect his transition into the depths that we are about to For traverse. Sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, and just adding to that, like I was frustrated when Brad Pitt was like holding the gun to him. And even though obviously as a Jew, like obviously I wanted to lead as many SS Nazis as possible sure. in this time period, of course. But like it's frustrating to to see like him taking away that innocence of Norman. But at the same time, it's like this is not an innocent place that they're in right now. This is a war. And, yeah. you know, in order for them and the team to survive, like he's got to put Norman in a hardened state of mind and in a hardened place. Yeah. And the journey we go through with Norman, getting to that place, I just thought it was such an amazing journey and arc that we go through with his character. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, I just, I feel so bad because <laughs> he didn't even want to be there. And obviously I'm not I, saying, I'm not saying he, uh, the other guys wanted to be there. Although but especially I would, yeah, over but especially, his head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so it was, uh, you know, quite, uh, and Logan Lerman, uh, I haven't seen he's too terrific. many. Yeah. He's a really great actor. I haven't really, I haven't watched Percy Jackson or many other of his, uh, performances, but I really thought he did such a phenomenal job. Uh, like you said, just breaking down barriers with his expressions, uh, his facial reactions. I thought he did such a phenomenal job and like, he really is the audience in this film. He represents us and this is a lot uh, like kind of how we would react to being thrust into such a crazy situation. And, you know, I felt that vulnerability through him. And also, too, on the same point of Brad Pitt, yeah, he's got to be the hardened dad at points. But also, too, he becomes the the sympathetic mother at some points, too. Like, you can feel the vulnerable side that he feels towards Norman, too. Um, and I appreciated those delicate moments that he felt like, like he loved Norman. And I, yeah. I loved those moments where the, the, those delicate situations that he felt uh, and that he had with Norman. Like, I really love and I thought David Ayer was really able to balance those moments. Uh, you know, like, again, like you said, in transitioning him into what he needed him to become, because at the end of the day, yeah, he's got to get him ready for the situations that they're in, but also too, like his life and the lives of his, the team members and everyone else that are fighting around him, they're in each other's hands. Totally. So. Yeah. And, 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 you know, war daddy seems to exist as this intermediary between both sensibilities because he can certainly be, he can certainly have that bloodlust and that detachment that you sort of need. But yeah, he's not fully detached from what it feels like he's probably just lost because like he says that thing about like, this is my home. Like, you know, clearly yeah. he wouldn't be as he gotten as far as he has and be as good. at. He says that thing about like, you know, we're one of the few squadrons or little battalions like this who's like 
stayed together, kept together, yes. and it has been doing this for a minute now. And so, yeah, no, yeah, and, and so like it's a it's a fascinating array of emotional tones, and you only get it's like I I really like the way that this played out because you you feel like you're joining, even though it has these very still and very poised bookends and these very sort of uh uh. uh you know, kind of sculpted isn't the right word exactly, but yeah, these very deliberate bookends that then sort of just give way to action that just keeps going. Like there's, this felt almost like watching something like a 1917 or something like that, where you know that movie, the whole conceit is like it's one long take, still so seen it, to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's played off as one long take. It's very immediate. You're in the real time, and this isn't fully real time, but this did feel. A lot like that and this restricted you in the sense that you're almost always with one of them one of this core you know one of the crew of the fury is who you're always kind of with and so it's like it has this narrow view not in a not in a, a bad way or as a slight but it has yeah. this sort of focus that keeps things very contained to this place and time you're not hopping around a lot of places you're not you know zooming very far out and I think that enhances the perspective of everything and it enhances the you know like in the early parts of the movie you're spending so much time just moving around and and you know on this caravan and like it's muddy and damp yeah. and and just unpleasant all around for everybody and it's kind of like everyone's just bored we're just moving <laughs> and then we come into a little township and then there's a firefight but then we get this moment of respite and you know then there's that little like that that whole scene in the in the house with um the the woman and Emma like was so tense because obviously you know where these things could head right. because you have a bunch of you know soldiers repressed and you know having a break for a minute um but that I thought was a a terrific example of like I love the way this used scenes because it never really took breaks to have like a lot of cliche you know here's your requisite like oh my girl back home kind of scene not to slight other movies and the approach that other war movies take but this had like two very distinct prolonged scenes you had the scene upstairs and then you had the scene um later on uh uh uh, there's this there's a scene later on when they finally start to bond with him and everything and like the actual five of them really come together yeah yeah i think it's that scene like there there were a couple scenes that really struck me in the moment of like oh we're just letting this scene be what it is and And I like that because it really did feel like there's not a break. You never really get to pull your head out of this. And even in the brief moments, you know, where you are taken away from it, you know, it's it's still right around the corner. It still, you know, could ambush you at any second, yeah. you know. And, uh, and yeah, it's just like the sense of perspective and the portrait of... That's the thing. It's like, yeah, th- there are the broad strokes of who the good and bad guys are. And even though, like, yeah... You know, when we're dealing with Nazis, there's not a lot of, you know, moral wiggle room there. But there is still that essence of when you're just out here on the battlefield and you're kind of all that stuff is upstairs on the table of the politicians. You do feel just the the horrific nature of humanity all around, even if you, you know, aren't like, oh, these precious Nazis, you know, like at the same time, you know, this is this sort of harsh, awful thing. Yeah that is like made necessary and that people just got to deal with. And, and yeah, as like both a coming of age story, but also, you know, for uh, the Bragg Pitt character, like, you know, the end of, you know, like coming to a place of rest 
and, you know, completing the mission, so to speak. But even the mission is just another in a long sequence of battles and things are just going to move on, <laughs> you know. It's... And I did uh, appreciate, too, that moment at the end where Norman or Machine was hiding in the dirt and then that one Nazi soldier saw him and decided yeah. not. Because, again, it's like, hey, there's other, you know, from their perspective, there's other soldiers on their side who kind of were like Norman as well. Not everyone is extremely evil like a lot of them are but not ex- not everyone you know wants to be in war and wants to you know murder and annihilate everyone so i appreciate that one you know uh you know semblance of david air just trying to say hey not everyone is extremely evil and wants to to kill and also to another thing i do want to say too we talk about all these great characters that we got from brad pitt john bernthal shia labeouf michael pena and logan lerman i thought the tank itself was an actual character it was and just like and (laughs) and as we pulled away from the tank like seeing it just laying it was kind of like you know we were we lost someone there in it in its own right and it's uh, like a horse like it's like the horse almost you know like and and the way that they characterize it by constantly having the barrel with the name poking into frame and like the way they use that like i was i was quite impressed by this as a feat of uh, like you know again from from what i know about david ayer's career from the things i've seen thus far like i was legitimately impressed by what he was able to do here from both a writing and direction standpoint and every other department in between Mm -hmm. like i was sitting there marveling going like man how what must this have been like to shoot and a movie like this especially is an undertaking and is going to be arduous no matter what like i have to imagine that even if you're probably not spending that much on locations in particular, you have so many just like no man's lands and countrysides, mm-hmm. but just like the undertaking of all the rest of it has to be such. They already make a bunch of, you know, like comparisons to how like a, a film crew is kind of like an army, uh, you know, and, and this was one of those things where, yeah, there's there's no glamour, but there are moments of beauty and there's not it doesn't feel like a fantasy or like a rah rah kind of thing. You know, it's like there are those moments, but even when he's, you know, you know, screaming, even when machine by the end is, you know, screaming like, fuck you, Nazi bastard, you know, like even that stuff still feels like part of the greater theme of like this is in the moment. It's what you need to do to forget about all the other things that are just going to lock you up and, and, you know, probably get you dead. (laughs) And uh, and yeah, I just love the gray with which this operated its whole thing and then yeah having these two you know really tense but also tender centerpiece scenes where yeah there's the one upstairs with the girls and then there's the other scene with everybody in the tank uh yeah just i thought this managed to avoid feeling cliche or like there's like too much you know uh, uh idealization or magic and then when you get to that moment at the end when the other soldier is checking under the tank and you can see the wheels turning and then finally he's caught up by the others and decides yeah. to leave it's it's just the right at least for me the right amount of that peripheral magic that karmatic inexplicable thing of like even though you have been forced to learn past this point yeah. that instinct serves you well and i did think that yeah even though uh grady or whatever the john bernthal character's name was you know is like the worst guy out of all of them By far, and that yeah. moment in there doesn't redeem him it does sh- like fully it does show you the human that exists within and it does speak to how harsh and and messy all of 
this is, and hey, maybe this guy wouldn't even be that good on a normal day without all this trauma compounding, but mm-hmm. still, that little moment of like, you know, I don't think any of us are good, but I think you're good. I yeah. think you're a good person. And jokes aside, after watching this film, and again, like I said, I have not seen too many David Ayer films, but jokes aside, after watching this ensemble piece, I can have I understand why Warner Brothers would want to have David Ayer do Suicide Squad again. I, this, oh, yeah. this actually makes me now really want to see. I mean, not that I didn't before, but it really does make <laughs> me want to see that uh, just to get like his true vision. If because he has said for many years now that that was really his version. Uh, so, but after watching this, like I said, I, I truly want to see that film a lot more now because uh, the the few films we have seen together of David Ayers uh, from a writing perspective, uh, like you said, he just, he knows how to compile uh, just human, raw human emotion, sympathy, and just, I love his themes that he does in his film. So I, like many of you, I'm not a very huge fan of the theatrical cut of Suicide Squad. So if that... We, we don't need to flog No, that I know. Everybody I'm just, knows I'm just where saying everybody stands. If, if we ever do get that version, I'd be very interested one day uh, because the other films of his that I have seen... I really enjoy, so I'm very curious. That is to say, not everyone makes a perfect film every day of the, of I the mean, week. So, yeah, I mean, it could, it could also be a flawed film as well. I don't know, but I this definitely it, it certainly this, seems like something that this, would be much yeah, more soulful and for sure. thoughtful. The only point I'm making is this definitely makes me more intrigued than than sure. uh, David Ayer's uh, sympathizing words that he gives us every day on Twitter about sure. that being his his own film. But uh, I, I again, I really enjoyed this uh, very gritty, emotional. Uh, just camaraderie take on uh, World War Two. I and would a assume, tank movie. yeah, in a and tank. A tank like, in I'm a not tank. used to seeing yeah. tank movies yeah. where, like, and granted, there's other kinds of combat, but you do have like that. Uh, there's that one, especially you know, prolong, uh, you know, uh, gripping set piece where, yeah, they are just fu- tank fighting on the ground and they're yeah. losing left and right, and and yeah, and you, you, like you know, it's something like this. I mean, this seems I associate David Ayer the most with ground level, you know, grungy crime movies mm-hmm. which those speak to me the most in terms of like what suicides like watching training dams like man the guy wrote this what suicide squad could have been but this <laughs> also speaks to you know the scope and the effect like you know this is effects heavy in, yeah in terms of just all of the and again it's harsh and it's hard to look at but the mm-hmm. carnage and the squibs and and uh-huh. and the way all that is realized and the way that it is both punctuated but also like super normalized by the situation through the depiction you know uh, is yeah like this this speaks to a filmmaker that i am very excited to like see more from and to dive into the works of and and it gives me that sort of like this is just another boost to the sort of like well if david ayer's got something coming out i I probably want to at least check it out you know well congrats jonald you're gonna see one of my films soon (laughs) that's true well, yeah. gang, Fury, we did it. We lived through this. Yes, we did. White striking. I think it will be on my mind for, for some time to come. Thank you, Andrew. I'm Thank glad you. we got to share this together. Thank you, Johnny. We've been bonded by fire. We both got to, uh, you know, comment below. What's our war names? <laughs> that we have definitely definitely reference man in life (laughs) um but yeah thank you guys so much for watching leave us your thoughts down below and uh yeah just just be well hug your loved ones and uh we'll catch you on the next one much love